This is the Nona.fm Rewind Podcast. Recent interviews and segments that aired on Nona.fm. You can subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Please share it with your friends. Hi, joining us uh, today, we have uh, Lori Cervella. I got it right. And John Chin. <laughs> and uh, thanks, guys, for coming in. Um, we're talking real estate, but we're really talking real estate investing. And I know you've got some events coming up. Which one of you wants to go first and talk about what you've got happening? Yeah, specifically, they're for real estate agents who want to be more versatile. Mm -hmm. And um, Nona Title or Red Door Title is actually hosting those. Yeah, so we're actually um, getting ready to kick off round three of those classes. Um, we did one uh, a course each quarter uh, and our third quarter we're kicking off next monday and it's a series of three classes consecutively every monday in about hour and a half to two hours gotcha and, and that's that's a good digestible size because uh yeah i've i've done those all days or two days <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot rough. of yeah, yeah it's a lot of content it's a lot of information to absorb in fact we actually have people that take the class a second time right. um just because of the amount of content gotcha and again this is only open to realtors yes it is open to realtors okay very good and then so and you have a separate event if i understand correctly or yeah it's actually what we do live at red door title is an online certification program okay. that Red Door sponsors. So the agents can come in and get it for free, a $1,000 program. Wow. Yeah, so that's what they're basically sponsoring that to make it easy for local agents to actually get that certification. So why does a real estate agent want to pursue this? What's in it for them to, put, to invest the time into this? Well, it's mainly three things. Uh, number one is the obvious is so that they can be equipped to do their own flips, buy rental properties, do creative deal structures, for their own wealth and their own retirements. Um, second and third is we're seeing a shift right now in the market. Sure. Uh, any agent knows that who's done open houses recently. recently. Yep. Central Florida, we went just compared to eight weeks ago when we only had about 10, 12,000 active listings on our Central Florida MLS. We now have more than double that. So right. we're at about 27,000 active listings. And the pace of the closings is starting to drop as well. So I was holding for the last... I don't know, probably the first four weeks of that two-month period. But then as of the last few weeks, it started to drop too. So properties are sitting a little bit longer. It's still a seller's market. But if there is a shifting, if we follow what's happening with monetary policy, I mean, we just saw the inflation rate come out. and It's not decelerating. Right? No, We're over 9% now. Yeah, 9.1. Yep. Yeah, so Powell's already told us what he's going to do. Yeah. And when it comes to the two dials that they have control of to cool or heat up the economy – They've already vowed to, hey, until the unemployment rate, until that inflation rate gets below the unemployment rate, they're going to keep that interest rate pegged higher and higher and higher. So instead of a half a point lift like we expected the last time, it was a 0.75. And now the new report that inflation is not decelerating, they're going to keep their foot on that pedal. Yep. So if we know that the market's going to continue to cool based on monetary policy and what actually kept us in this hot market the last 14 years, which is zero or near zero rates and all of this spending to infuse new money into the markets through asset purchases and um, of bonds and mortgage-backed securities and so forth. If they're going the other direction on both of those fronts, it can't make the market better, right? So at best, we're going to hold where we were, but chances are it's going to continue to get softer. So right. if an agent 
to, to answer the question, wants to have more options or ways to solve problems for buyers and sellers from lease options to seller-assisted deals to just creatively know that there are different possibilities out there as opposed to your traditional sale, then they're just going to be more versatile and able to help the public more and also differentiate. So it's going to make them more market resilient if there is a turn so that you can make money in any market cycle. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to help you build your personal wealth and then just generally give you more ways that you can help the public. Voice Connects is a cloud-based telephone system built for today's Florida business, developed for the work-from-home world with the ability to communicate anywhere. Florida-based staff provide complete setup, training, and ongoing support. Voice Connects is easy to use, feature-rich, and future-proof. Save up to 65% over traditional business telephone service. Request a free no-obligation communications consultation today. Call 321-800-3888 or visit voiceconnects.com. I I think if anybody's been around for very long, I mean, you know, I I remember three recessions as an adult. Um, Yeah, three. If if you count the one we're in now, that'd be four, because I'm pretty sure we're in one now. But... um, but I don't think we actually got over 08 correctly. I think we kind of put some salve on it and moved through it. And I think that's potentially going to give us deeper problems this time. It, it, I feel that's probably what you were saying. In the, yeah, yeah. I, I think, and, and that's the, the problem, especially for new licensees, because everybody's got a real estate license now, their dog, their moms, everybody, right? <laughs> so it's very right. hard for your experienced agents to do as well. And, right. you know, you look at the last, I call it the purge. Yes. That was 2008. A lot yep. of agents couldn't adapt. And the experienced agents clean the house after that because right. now you didn't have that competition. But to your point, the we put a Band-Aid on top of 2008, and that didn't really address the bigger sickness, which is a debt crisis. Yep. And now we have an asset bubble and a debt crisis that are both converging. So in my opinion, we're creating kind of a perfect storm. And had it not been a perfect storm for defaults, and had it not been for some of the policies that we had in place the last couple of years since COVID, to prevent lenders from foreclosing on properties, we would have seen a wave of foreclosures. In fact, now that all those protections have been lifted, just in the last two months, we're seeing foreclosures spiking. And if you talk to anybody who is in front of some of the data on the secondary mortgage markets with defaults, see, we only see foreclosures when the banks file suit to take the house back in the state of Florida. Right, yes. So when that Liz Pendens isn't recorded and they haven't started that process, we don't know the defaults. But if you look at some of the data or talk to people who are in the know on the secondary mortgage market, those servicers see what's happening on the defaults, and they're going up pretty drastically right now. Mm, so gotcha. if you want to be more versatile, you need to know how to work with stress sellers and um, creative deals. Uh, the other thing that's compounding a problem you have on the market that would maybe compel an agent to want to be more versatile is you have all these entry-level homes that Wall Street has been picking up. So your equity funds, your hedge funds, your... Yep. Uh, corporate landlords, Wall Street landlords, those properties will never be back on the market again. I heard the rate of about 800 per day that some of these hedge hedge funds are picking up investment properties and just completely making the average buyer ineligible and not even giving them a chance. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yes. They make the market. You're buying five houses in the same neighborhood. You can pay whatever you want for them because you're going to raise the tide by yourself, right? Yep. So you have seniors, millennials, first-time home buyers. Entry-level housing is getting killed uh, across the country. So if 
you don't have the type of incomes that allow you to qualify for, for housing right now. You, you, you need or rely on some kind of creative structure. So it's maybe seller financing or stuff that we saw. I didn't see it back in the eighties. I don't know. Maybe you saw the rates back then. Right. And you had, to, you had to have creative solutions. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I was talking to my kids and uh, they've you know gotten married in the last couple of years, bought a home, but they bought, they feel like they bought just the last moment because he's told me, he said a couple more months based on where I saw the market go. He said, I, we'd still be in an apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way they would have ever bought. And they both, these are not, these are both kids with college educations mm-hmm. and one's got an MBA and they're doing very, very well. And they could not imagine buying a home today. Well, they're just getting priced out of the market, you know, and in very quickly because what's happening is people who were approved just for simple math, say a $400,000 home 30 days ago, and then they go to close. And now that interest rate has increased before they could lock in. And now that home, now they don't qualify for a $400,000 loan. They only qualify for 350. So we see it on the title side of things where those deals and those contracts are just falling through right and left where before, and we're talking 60 days ago, we're not talking a year. I mean, this has been a very quick shift. Right. Um, I mean, it has done a 180 overnight. Um, you know, those people that are losing, you know, the, those deals are falling through and then they're going back on the market um, and potentially available. They're having to lower the home price and then making it available to an investor um, to pick up and, and do whatever they're going to do with it, flip it, um, turn it into a rental. And a lot of folks don't realize either the insurance crunch. Insurance is up as well. Yeah, way up. Yeah, way, way, way up. Mm -hmm. Voice Connects is a cloud-based telephone system built for today's Florida business, developed for the work-from-home world with the ability to communicate anywhere. Florida-based staff provide complete setup, training, and ongoing support. Voice Connects is easy to use, feature-rich, and future-proof. Save up to 65% over traditional business telephone service. Request a free no-obligation communications consultation today. Call 321-800-3888 or visit voiceconnects.com. So you talked about, um, and I don't know if you've finished your thought on folks having alternative means of getting into a home, and I didn't want to interrupt you. So. Oh, no, it's, it's uh, so we're seeing a lot more creative options out right now. Even some of the institutional guys out there that are playing in the real estate market are doing like creative lease options. They're letting you pick the house and then they're buying it for you and then leasing it back to you yep. with an option to buy in the future. So you're seeing more and more of that. But um, for agents to have those answers in their back pocket is pretty powerful. Oh, yeah, I, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah, and and a lot of eight, so that's kind of that's that's the value that we're bringing to the agents is let's expand some of the thinking about the possibilities out there for your buyers and your sellers, as opposed to traditional listings and sales, and and then also there's somewhat of a battle right now between this institutional money and what's happening with mom and pops, right? Right. So as more and more homes land in uh, into uh, Wall Street in income pools, if you want to call it that, because they're kind of doing what happened on the big short, but they're doing it with rental properties now. Right. Securitizing them. And that's why we won't see them on the, on the market again, because these homes will be in securitized packages and just their yield pools now on Wall Street. So as long as the yield's there, they're never going to dispo those. Um, but coming back, uh, another issue that we're seeing right now is you have renters, unfortunately. You know, we've seen rents increase year over year just in Central Florida, about 24%. Yep. 
So when you have a rent that used to be fifteen hundred and now is up to nineteen two thousand dollars a month on a family that was kind of already strapped, they're forced to move. And so as a property management company, we see we're seeing t- uh, leases renew, and we're not as bad as maybe some of the Wall Street landlords are that have twenty page lease agreements and they nickel and dime their tenants and. They're, they're pushing those rents as high as they can possibly get them. They're making the market on the rents as well. So you really, if you can, if you have other creative options in your back pocket that make things easier for both tenants and for buyers and traditional sellers, then you just have more ways that you can make money. That doesn't mean that you're going to make a commission every time you do one of these. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and you also have to do it in a way that complies with what's, what your broker is comfortable with and, and is legal, obviously. But, um, you, to survive on just buyer commissions and seller commissions if this goes the way we think it's going to go. And I don't think it's going to be a 2008. It's going to be that sharp. But I think it's going to be kind of a dull headache. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, because point oh eight, it just fell apart like like a train wreck. I mean, it just, the way it came tumbling apart. So When you yeah, say it, a dull market, do you mean just, I mean, being stagnant and we're not seeing activity on the buy or the sell side? Yeah, I think we come kind of come into an infla- uh, a stagflationary environment where you have inflation and you have a dying economy or a slow economy yeah. and jobless rates increasing. And the jobless rates, if you look at past um, recessions, they would go up after the interest rates started to climb. So you'd have this uh, kind of a leading indicator with the rates coming up, and then shortly after you would see the jobless rates going up. So you don't see that now because we're like, what, all-time unemployment rate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? So, um, but we are seeing the inflationary forces, and you're starting to see layoffs hitting the headlines. Yep. So it's kind of a trailing thing that happens. Uh, And then on the back side of that, I mean, the good news is we're in Florida, and people are moving here, right? (laughs) And we have strong jobs. No shortage of buyers here. North Carolina, Texas, Florida are, you know, definitely delayed and maybe not affected as much but i I think we're gonna locally we have to have some effect because we're we're a a, a tourist driven economy if those folks don't have money to come visit you're starting to see that with short-term rentals already occupancy rates are dropping like eight percent i saw that already you have i've got friends who own short-term rental properties or vacation rentals in the four corners area around disney that have seen a lot of their bookings disappear or cancel and they're just not booking as strong. So they're already starting to feel it too. So yeah, to your point, uh, indirectly from the hospitality uh, business, we're going to start feeling those ripples. Yeah. So, uh, but I think here's the misconception. Some agents probably listening to me right now thinking, or they're parroting maybe the, the, it's the, the more local sentiment is in the real estate world. You're seeing a lot of headlines about, well, we're not going to see a 2008 because it's not going to be real estate driven. It's going to be asset and debt bubble driven, right? Which then indirectly affects real estate. Right. But it's not going to be caused by like the irresponsible lending or because you hear bigger down payments, more equity, tougher underwriting guidelines, but that's not what's going to cause it. It's going to be a byproduct of something higher level. Well, I mean, in my opinion, just having watched this over the last couple of years, um, in a sense, buyers created their own bubble. By, I mean, to a certain extent, right. um, just because they were making these outlandish offers and waiving appraisal contingencies, waiving all of these, um, I mean, pretty much everything just to try and get their offer accepted. And, you know, most of the time the cash deals or conventional loans were winning out um, and they were 
50k above ask. So um, in in a sense, I feel like the the buyers created their own and sellers because the sellers wanted the money. So sure. we did create a, a bubble, but not the type of bubble that we saw when lenders were just handing out loans to every you know Tom, Dick, and Harry. So anybody uh, with a pulse. And anybody yeah. with a pulse, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, and you mentioned three. Did we cover all three? Point. Yeah, yeah. So it's building your own personal wealth. It's being recession proof, uh, and it's also doing more transactions with less clients. Because if you work yeah. with traditional buyers and sellers, they're moving away on average every seven years or so. Right. And you're lucky if you get the commission on both sides of that transaction. But if you're working with investor clients, which are always going to be there because you're selling money, you're not selling houses. Right. Mm -hmm. And everybody wants more cash flow, more retirement equity, and so forth. Then you're doing multiple transactions with clients. And if nothing else, that complementing your retail business with buyers and sellers could get you through maybe a tougher time. Some agents exclusively want to work with investor clients too. Gotcha. Again, how does anybody, someone get signed up for this if they are a real estate agent? Um, so you can actually contact me. I'm Lori Cheravella. I'm Director of Business Development with Red Door Title Group. Uh, my number is 954-593-9615. You can also email me directly at Lori, L-O-R-I, at reddoortitlegroup.com. Um, I'm happy to provide you information on the class that starts on Monday, as well as future classes that um, we'll be working with John on. Great. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for uh, coming in and talking to us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Nona.fm Rewind Podcast. You can subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Hey, while you're at it, please share it with your friends.